Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and this is part two of a two-part series of us just having a little bit of fun, right? We're leading right up to the busy season of the NHL offseason. We have the draft coming up next week. If you missed it on yesterday's Tip of the Iceberg, we had Jacob Puntorion talked about a lot of the first-round prospects many of them potentially landing at 14 where the Pittsburgh Penguins currently hold a first round pick. We have free agency uh, on July 1st, which on Monday I gave you three massive free agent targets that if Kyle Dubas wants to swing for the fences, those are three of the guys that I would target if I were him. And in that vein, today we're going to continue that trend of what we started on Monday. And instead of free agents... I'm going to give you three blockbuster trade targets for the Pittsburgh Penguins this summer. Listen, Kyle Dubas wants to start off his Penguins tenure on the right foot. And sometimes that means you got to shake things up. You got to make the splashy move. You got to steal the headlines of the NHL. And that move could be like we talked about on Monday in the free agency market. Tyler Bertuzzi, Dmitry Orlov. Blanking on the third guy I talked about, the guy I like the most, uh, another defenseman. I'll think about it later, but I'll have to go back and listen to it on Inside the Penguins on YouTube or anywhere I get my podcasts from. But today, I'm going to focus on the trade market. Now, only one of these three names are physically being shopped by their current team, but all of them are in the realm of possibility of The teams are looking for a time of change, and it might be a good time to make that blockbuster move. Now, in any of these deals, I'm going to preface this by saying, it is not likely that the Penguins make this deal, but it is, in my opinion, a deal that would make sense for the Pittsburgh Penguins and for the other three teams involved uh, in each of these deals. But it would cost the Penguins a pretty penny. At least one first-round pick, probably this year's, and likely a second first-round pick in one of these deals. In all three of them, probably one of Ricard Raquel or Jake Gensel would be on the chopping block in this instance. 
top prospects like Owen Pickering, Sam Poulin, Valtteri Pustinen, even guys like Ty Smith, maybe P.O. Joseph, probably also have to be on the table for these deals to get into it because there are plenty of other teams that would look into these players if they were available, and the Penguins do not have the assets to outbid anybody, so it's going to be an emptying move if they make one of these trades, and it would probably end up being the only major move made this offseason, leaving Kyle Dubas needing to search for value to fill out the remaining of the lineup. So again, not likely that these trades happen, but three blockbuster trade targets that, listen, if it happens... I think the Pittsburgh Penguins end up being a better team than they were, and I think it sets the Pittsburgh Penguins up well in the future. The first one is, let's let's go to Toronto, right? I I said off the top here, we're having a little bit of fun. Mitch Marner, right? Mitch Marner. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to have to re-sign Austin Matthews. They have William Nylander locked up. He could also be another target, but if I'm picking between the two, I'm picking Marner every single day. He has two years remaining on his contract at $10.9 million. That's a, that's a hefty price. But you're also getting a, what you paid for there. 99 points last season in 80 games, including 30 goals, and is a finalist for the 2023 Selkie Award, meaning he's good in the defensive zone as well. Kyle Dubas is definitely familiar with him. He signed him to that monster contract. And Marner is, in my opinion, even though a lot of people understand how good he is, I think he's still underrated in the NHL because he's playing in the shadow of Austin Matthews, right? And the other thing that makes this a little bit possible, it's not very possible, it's not probable by any stretch of the word, it's a little bit possible because we know the Toronto Maple Leafs, they need to change something. Something is not working. Kyle Dubas was not the last domino to fall in Toronto this summer. They won a series for the first time since 2004, and it still wasn't enough. It's not enough when you consider the players that they have and the team that they should have going to the conference finals or maybe even the Stanley Cup final at some point in Austin Matthews' career to this point, considering the teams that he's had around him. So something else needs to change. And... The new general manager in Toronto is no stranger to a summer blockbuster trade. Obviously, Brad Tree Living was formerly of the Calgary Flames, and he traded away Matthew Kachuk to the Florida Panthers for Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. So there is a history between the new general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs and blockbuster trades and between Kyle Dubas and Mitch Marner, so... It's not probable. It's probably not very likely. But Mitch Marner on the Pittsburgh Penguins would certainly look good. Would I give up Jake Gensel? I know I've stated on this show and Tip of the Iceberg multiple times. You just don't trade a 40-goal score. Not unless you're getting somebody like this back. Because Marner, while yes, he's 26 years old, he's just entering the prime of his career. And he's only, what? Three years younger, I think Jake Gensel's 28, 29. He's only three years younger than Jake Gensel. Mitch Marner is a play driver. Mitch Marner is a superstar. And Mitch Marner and Sidney Crosby together would just be completely unfair. So that's one player. And again, this is just me having a little fun. You can get in the comments and get mad all you want. These are the players that I look around and I say, okay, 
the situation that they're currently in might call for a change, and this player would certainly look good on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, can the Penguins afford to trade for these guys? Probably, but they would have to be the only, again, I don't know why I'm saying this all again, but they'd probably have to be the only team bidding for this player or this player saying, you know, if they have a a no-trade clause, modified no-trade clause, basically saying, this is the only team I want to go to or this is one of the few teams I want to go to or I want to go to the Pittsburgh Penguins and the other teams that are on my no-trade clause list uh, aren't interested in trading for me. So, Mitch Marner's number one. Number two is Clayton Keller. Only 24 years old. And he's entering his eighth season in the NHL. It feels like Clayton Keller has been in the National Hockey League for ages now. And, I mean, eight seasons is no small feat. The guy is still 24 years old. He has five years remaining on his contract. Very good cap control at $7.15 million. That's a phenomenal deal for the Arizona Coyotes. He scored 86 points in 82 games with the Coyotes last season, including 37 points goals. He has a great finishing ability. He brings plenty of speed to his game and he perfectly fits the mold of a Sidney Crosby line mate. He's 5'10". <laughs> so he literally physically fits the mold. He is 5'10", under 195 pounds. That's Connor Sherry. That's Jake Gensel to a certain extent. He's a little bit bigger. That's kind of Brian Rust, although Brian Rust is a little bit bigger. Not these towering figures that that surround Sidney Crosby. Clayton Keller is fast. He has a high hockey IQ. He's a solid finisher, and he can play on both wings. He sounds like a Pittsburgh Penguins top six winger. (laughs) That's what he does. If you buy for Clayton Keller and you trade away Raquel Gensel, you can't trade away Brian Rust. He has no move clause. Pickering, whoever else. He's only 24. And you have him under contract until he's 29. You are buying years of production. You are buying a potential star. You're buying a potential all-star. Now, yes. Is he very similar to Jake Gensel in that aspect? Yeah. But here's the thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jake Gensel has one year left on his deal and is probably going to ask for a raise after this season. Fair or not, the guy has scored 40 goals multiple times. The guy has scored 30 goals even more. He's going to ask for a raise after this season. You buy Clayton Keller, not only do you get somebody that's a few years younger that scores pretty much as many goals, definitely as many points, and could probably improve on those numbers if he's playing on a good team rather than playing on the Arizona Coyotes, 
you're buying a guy with cap control, with team control, five more years remaining, four extra, four more than Jake Gensel. And even at the end of that deal, Clayton Keller's around the same age Jake Gensel is right now. So again, is it in the realm of possibility? I would say it's in the realm. Do I think it's, you know, sliding on the edge of the realm? Yeah, probably. I don't think the Arizona Coyotes are interested in trading Clayton Keller. You could potentially entice them. I don't know if the Penguins have the assets to entice them, but here's the thing. If you trade away your first-round pick this year and withhold your judgment for a second and you trade away your first-round pick next year, are either of those two picks, particularly if you get Keller on your roster this year, and would likely make you pick in the 20s next year? Are either of those guys that you're going to pick going to be better than Clayton Keller for the next 10 years? Unlikely. Right? Unlikely. So is it worth it for the Penguins? Yes. Is it worth it for the the Arizona Coyotes? Probably not. I mean, they've pulled the ripcord on their team so many times that I cannot even count. Clayton Keller is, is held on, and that's because it's really the only guy that they can they can keep around there. It's the only guy that they can keep around there. Yeah, they have Logan Cooley, who's going to come up probably next year. That's good. They're going to have the sixth overall pick this year. That'll be a good player, but it doesn't seem like the timeline is going to work out with Clayton Keller and the Arizona Coyotes because they're just taking way too long to get to the prime of their timeline. The last player I'm going to talk about is the only one that is actively being shopped around the NHL. And he's the one that's kind of an outlier between him and the other two. That's Pierre-Luc Dubois. Again, how is he only 24 years old? I cannot believe that. He's currently a restricted free agent. And reports are saying from The Athletic that he's likely asking for something in the $9 million range. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a player that, yes, Pierre-Luc Dubois is a very good player. Is that too much money for Pierre-Luc Dubois? Yeah. In a flat cap league, yeah, that is that is entirely too much money. But he is 24 years old. He scored over 60 points three different times in his six years, seven years, six years. Yeah, he's entering his seventh season. Last year, he had 63 points. In 73 games, including 27 goals on a team where, listen, there's only one puck. And there were a lot of guys that demand the puck to score the goal on the Winnipeg Jets last year. Mark Scheifele's one we've talked about on this show. Kyle Connor demands the puck because he scores a lot of goals. Um, Blake Wheeler had a down year, but again, same similar situation. He's a goal scorer. Nikolai Ehlers, same way. There's a lot of guys on that team that demand the puck, and Pierre-Luc Dubois still got his. Something to be said about that. This would be the best of the three trades, in my opinion, because even though, listen, PLD might never be a point-per-game player, he brings other things that the other two do not. He plays with an edge. We all remember when he was in Columbus how annoying it was to play against Pierre-Luc Dubois. We all remember in the bubble what he was able to do single-handedly to the Toronto Maple Leafs in that series. I mean, Kyle Dubas probably has very keen awareness of how good Pierre-Luc Dubois can be at the best of his game. He can play both the center and the wing. He's great defensively. He's a two-way forward. 
you're essentially, if you trade for Pierre-Luc Dubois, bringing in somebody who will eventually fill in for Evgeny Malkin on the second line as the center. At the end of Malkin's contract in three years, do we think that Evgeny Malkin's going to play more in the NHL? I don't know. There's still the little opportunity that he might have in his brain that he wants to go and finish his career playing in Russia. The problem is he can play at the age of 45 in Russia if he wants. So who knows what happens with Malkin in three years? But if you bring in PLD, who is 24 years old, he'll be 27 when that happens. Likely under contract because you're not signing the guy for that much money for three years, right? You're probably signing him for the full seven allotted or sign and trade with the Winnipeg Jets. You get the full eight allotted. The big issue is here. This is, like I said, a player that's on the market. Montreal and Los Angeles are currently the front runners for Pierre-Luc Dubois. And what did I say early in this episode? The Penguins are not going to outbid very many teams when it comes to these top-tier players and these blockbuster trades. The Penguins, I can tell you right now, not a chance they outbid the LA Kings. The LA Kings have a stockpile of top prospects in their system. They've only used a handful of them, right? They went out and they got Kevin Fiala. They went out and they got Vladislav Gabrikov. They went out and they got Jonas Corposalo. They have a stockpile of guys, whether that be Alex Turcott, whether that be Quinton Byfield. They just have a lot of assets down there. And if they want to they want to buy players on the trade market, they can afford that right now. Now, is that the smartest move? That's for an LA Kings podcast to determine. But the, those are the three players that, listen, if you're going to make a blockbuster move, there's other names out there. But these three are three that I would consider players that would take the Pittsburgh Penguins over the top next year into the playoffs and help make them a contender. The only problem being, it's going to cost a lot to get them. And at the end of the day, I'll say it again, because I know somebody's going to jump in the comments and going to be like, you're an idiot. Uh, why would they want to trade all those assets for one player? Because I'm trying to have some fun, guys. It is June 21st, and I'm talking about a sport that happens on ice. We're going to have a little bit of fun this summer. And this is one of those episodes. Mitch Marner, Clayton Keller, Pierre-Luc Dubois, three blockbuster trade targets for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But that's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll break down the Valtteri Pustinen contract tomorrow on Tip of the Iceberg, and we'll have more as the summer heats up for the NHL. We'll be back next time.